You're listening to the EVs for Everyone podcast. My name is Elena Ciccatelli, an award-winning automotive executive, and I'm so excited to introduce you to some of the most dynamic thought leaders the EV economy has to offer. Listen in on honest conversations I have with the leading electric vehicle experts and uncover critical insights that will help you jump ahead and stay there. The electrification race is officially on, and these conversations have never been more important. So whether you're an automotive executive or just an EV enthusiast, this is the podcast for you. Let's get started. The last part of the Auto Intel Summit, and I am here with Igor from VW of America, and I'm so excited to speak with you today. And thank you for taking the time. I've been to both of your sessions, and it's been awesome. No, absolutely. Uh, thank you for having me, first of all. And I have been uh, in your sessions and uh, definitely very intriguing. I love what you are talking about, especially in the EV environment. But before we get started, I also wanted to congratulate you for uh, being one of the honorees at the Used Car Week, you know, women in retail. And, you know, as a girl dad and um, a man that's married to a woman who is a powerhouse in the business. So I really, really respect and appreciate that. So congratulations. You were on the stage with, you know, Monica Howard, uh, who is a friend at Carfax and uh, of course with our friend Lori too. So. Thank you so much. Now that means a lot. It's been fun to kind of be a part of this, just this larger automotive community. And that's why I will say it once, I'll say it forever. Automotive is the best industry ever. So let's talk about you a little bit more. Let's get more about your background, how you started in automotive, how you got to where you are today. I always love to hear people's career journeys. So let's hear yours. Sure. So yeah, in terms of my career, you know, it started about 20 years ago. I was just uh, finishing up high school and going into college, bought my very first car at the time, just a year prior to that. So I wanted to wash cars and just kind of be around them, right? So I started at an independent dealership where I bought my car. And being that I was 18 years old, I, <laughs> I got a license to sell cars and then I got addicted. And all through college, I was doing, you know, marketing and service work and everything else at the independent dealership. At some point later, became a GM and, and ran that independent store. So those were my, you know, initial steps of, of crawling in the business, you know. So when things really started to get more serious was uh, right around 2008, you know, it was not the greatest year in economy, but we certainly uh, had opportunities. Soon thereafter, I moved into the franchise world, and that's when I began my career at York Volkswagen. I've been a Volkswagen, you know, enthusiast and a fan from very early on in my life, so so a lot of things that I might say might be a little bit biased, right? <laughs> but, but I also really am yeah. passionate about, you know, not only my company that I work for, but the product itself. I've now owned over 80 of them and, you know, I am not yet 40. So yeah. that's a pretty uh, big accomplishment in terms right. of cars. So spent several years with York VW and that's where really things started to take off for me. And I started to get noticed at Volkswagen of America because our store was performing on, on all levels. And of course, you know, you win prizes, trips, and things of that nature. And so all of a sudden, you know, you're, you're becoming a name that people know. So early on, I expressed my interest of coming to Volkswagen of America to work, but not really sure what I was going to do. So the fate would have it that I would actually depart from York VW and take an opportunity with Odessa Auto Auction, uh, managing an auction in, in central Pennsylvania. And roughly four years after that talks with Volkswagen, I, I was offered a position in Northeast region. Interesting fact, uh, the person that hired me, shout out to Patrick Hoyle. Uh, okay. He is the regional vice president of Volkswagen in the Northeast. That's where I get Mrs. Jones from. 
And when you called Mrs. Jones out in your session, full circle, it's the full circle, you know, Mrs. Jones came yeah. out even at the summit yes. here in Raleigh, guys, it was, it was amazing. So, but you know, I was hired by Patrick and mm -hmm. I spent five years in the Northeast region as the sales operations manager mm -hmm. and about 18 plus months ago, I was promoted to take the national role as the operations and strategy manager for the remarketing side in the CPO. So. It's a unique journey. The cool part is I have really been in almost every segment of, of this business. The only side that I wasn't on was finance or captive business, but I certainly work with them almost daily. So I was going to say, I was like, that's, yeah. that's also a lot of your job as well and, and strategy. And I love it. So let's go in. Obviously, the podcast is called EVs for Everyone. We're going to have a an EV discussion. Let's talk about used vehicles. We know that slowly, slowly, but surely it's like kind of like a turtle, like moseying along. Used vehicles, used EVs are going to be coming into the market. So would love your perspective on where you see that's headed. What are the pain points? We know that there are going to be many. So let's just start with that. Absolutely. So in terms of EVs, right? There's a lot of opinions on, on that, right? You know, you can ask just about anybody in the world who is in the market for a car, they will have an opinion on EVs. And some people believe it's a fad that it's going to pass us by and others uh, are all in that 100% of the vehicles will be EVs. Companies and OEMs have taken their stances and plans for the future. Volkswagen is certainly doing its part and we're proud of the products that we have rolled out. And products that are also forthcoming. We just revealed the ID7, the sedan, and of course, everybody's talking about the buzz. So that's the buzz, no, no pun intended, right? <laughs> yeah. So in terms of that, I think when I think about the future, I think that we are going to have a lot of solutions and EV is certainly going to be one of those solutions that's going to be fairly large, right? Uh, it's going to have its own appropriate market share. But I don't think we should ignore the fact that there are companies working on other technologies that are going to be solving the problems and, uh, you know, reducing the CO2 and what have. So when we really think about it, recently at NADA in Dallas, it was almost a wake-up call. And then this was mostly geared towards the new car side and new EV purchases, right? So there are, we have anxieties over tax credits currently because nobody knows who is qualifying for what, you know, answer questions, you know, how much money do you make? Do you qualify for this? Do you qualify for that? So it's no longer, you know, the car is here and you get a credit. You now have to, we have to think about where the battery components and other things have been sourced from in order to make sure that people get the EV tax credit. So, so there's that one thing, right? But the biggest one that we saw is still range anxiety. Where do I charge my car? And, you know, and that's a difficult hurdle to get over, right? And so until we start to address some of the fundamental issues like the charging networks and the infrastructure in this country in general, something we can hook onto and say, this is your solution, you know, we will continue to have those anxieties. What my concern was then is uh, we now see EV sales are, you know, picking up because it's no longer just the one juggernaut in the market. Though they are still a juggernaut, but everybody else is getting into the game. And so we are now retailing cars, whether it's, you know, through retail channel or lease, they're out in the market and they will be coming back. Just like every other car that there is, it comes back as a used car. We have to think about what's going to happen and how are we going to address these cars? So if the anxiety is high on the new car side, the question is, 
what is it going to do to a pre-owned buyer? And that's where we have to step in and think about innovation and what we bring forth. My next question for you, Igor, is what is it going to take at the OEM level to maybe streamline or help or my favorite word, educate folks that are interested in potentially owning a used EV? That's a really good question. And that question probably has many answers, right? I feel like my job is to begin to to recognize what the opportunities here may be, right? So to speak about, for example, what I do in the certified pre-owned arena, we have a an excellent program at Volkswagen, what I consider to be a very comprehensive warranty. It, literally everything is covered in the car for two years, 24,000 miles after the, the regular warranty is expired. That's instilling confidence in our consumer today, and we're doing quite well with that. But when we talk about EVs versus ICE cars, it's it's really truly apples to oranges. You know, we cannot treat it the same way. So certainly we have taken that step and the leap of faith uh, that we need to address the issue head on. But we need to take a step back first and evaluate what are the things we need to resolve first and problems that we need to solve. So when we talk about those anxieties, when we talk about charging, when we talk about the battery health, right? which is a biggie that everybody has mentioned in this summit. Those are the things that are going to be that our consumers are questioning. And of course, you know, one of the ways to solve it is to start solving problems in terms of reducing or eliminating anxiety. So can't quite go into the detail of everything that the program will entail, but we at Volkswagen are working on EV specific CPO program that will apply to all of our model lines. And it will come with not only, you know, what's traditionally known as just the warranty on the car, but really we are beginning to look at that car that is in terms of components decontented, meaning that it does not have all that the ICE car has. So it gives us opportunity to look at other things. What's important to the consumer? What are they afraid of? How can we address it and take away from that anxiety and fear so that they can confidently come to a dealership, look at a certified pre-owned EV, and buy it after they have been educated on it. And if we can answer some of these questions right up front in a program, then I think we have a winning solution. And those, of course, will be surrounding the range anxiety, charging, as well as the option that we heard in your session earlier is is in terms of what about your house? What about your home? How can we get you to be ready for it? And that's simply where we're at right now in this market is I see a lot of people are buying an EV before they install infrastructure in their own house. And for the first month of ownership, they panic a lot. And it's unfortunate if we did it the other way around, I think we'd have a much better take rate and uh, less anxiety. And maybe we wouldn't see some of these recently purchased new EVs back in the market. So that's all the time we have for today. Where is the best way for people to either reach out to you or contact you? Yeah, so um, please don't email me. (laughs) Uh, So I am on LinkedIn. um, So if you share and tag me, people will have access to my LinkedIn profile, of course. And and feel free to reach out if you have any questions or you just want to chat sometimes, right? I can't tell you that I have a lot of time for that, but certainly email is a no-no. And the reason I say that is because, and shout out to Cherokee Media Group, they put on a fantastic show everywhere we go. But, you know, with the announcement of, of me being a panelist in three sessions this week, let's just say uh, my inbox is, needs some thorough cleansing. I, I don't even know what's in it at this yeah. point. But thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate being on your show.
Yes. No, thank you, Igor. Appreciate your time and appreciate getting to know you. This has been awesome. Thank you so much for listening to the EVs for Everyone podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and subscribe to the show and leave a five-star review with a comment. We read every single comment, so thank you in advance. If you have an idea for an upcoming episode or you would like to be a guest on the show, go to EVs, the number four, everyone.com slash contact. That's EVs, the number four, everyone.com slash contact. Until next time. Keep charging forward.